Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. I did not want to make this video. I was hoping these rumors would go away after the first day, but turns out that some of this stuff may be true and it's probably worth talking about. As you guys know, I made a video about the Nets and the free agency coming up just probably five, six days ago and everything seemed fine at that point. I was going over Otto Porter and guys like that. Some guys the Nets could sign this offseason. And then the Sham Sharania tweet drops about the Nets and Kyrie being at an impasse, quote-unquote. And uh, yeah, the contract negotiations are not going that well. Kyrie wants the max. He wants at least four or five years, I'm assuming. The Nets only want to go two years right now, it sounds like. So things are not going well. And then tweets come out about Kevin Durant questioning his future with the Brooklyn Nets. And it has turned into a complete cluster you know what and it's just like the most typical Nets thing of all time if they were to sell the bag and lose Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving and James Harden in the same calendar year it would not shock me whatsoever as a Nets fan that, that's my motto something's always going to go wrong with the Nets whether it's New Jersey Brooklyn something's always going to go wrong that's just how it is anyway Hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. We're going to talk about it, but leave a like. It always helps out, and let's get into it. So first, let's just go over some of the main tweets about Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and what was said by some of the main sources. So Shams on June 20th, of course, had the tweet saying, Nets Kyrie Irving at an impasse in conversations about his future in Brooklyn, clearing way for the seven-time All-Star to consider the open market. Lakers and Knicks expected to emerge among potential suitors. So right there, that was like, okay, not what you want to see, but it didn't scare me at that point. I was like, all right, you know what? I guess the negotiations are not going that well. The Nets are kind of playing hardball. Don't want to give in the Kyrie. I, I get all that. And Sean Marks had those quotes about this being about a team, not about one person. And the Nets are kind of trying to get power back, which I don't understand whatsoever because when you sign superstars in the NBA – that that's your team right there. Like the Nets belong to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant as long as they're here. I don't know why Joe Sy, the owner, and Sean Marks, the GM, don't get that. But when you make that commitment and sign those two guys, this is now the Brooklyn Kyrie and KDs. It's not the Brooklyn Nets anymore. That they they should have known that from from the jump. So I don't know why this is like they're trying to get the power back now. I I personally don't get it. I don't know how you know you signed Kyrie Irving three years ago and expect everything to go smoothly. Like we knew the baggage that Kyrie brought along when the Nets signed them almost three years ago to this day. Anyway, the other tweet that came out from Shams was, Sources, Kevin Durant is monitoring the Brooklyn Nets situation and considering options with his future. This now opens the path for Kyrie Irving to proceed on finding a new home via opt-out and trade. So, yeah, that was the real surprising one where I was like, oh, this is not good. This came out a couple days ago, and that's when it kind of got real for me. And the way I interpret it is, like, the Nets maybe, I mean, Kevin Durant probably, because a lot of times, like, Shams is going to go through agents and players, and I think a lot of Woj is, like, through the Nets front office, it sounds like. So, probably Kevin Durant or maybe his agent, someone in Kevin Durant's camp probably came out with this, and then Shams tweets out about it. So, this could be, like, Kevin Durant trying to get the Nets to, hey, like, let's sign Kyrie here. I'm not happy about this. Let's let's get a move on here. So I don't think Kevin Durant is seriously considering leaving the Nets, but, you know, this is going to at least hopefully scare them a bit and maybe put a little pep in their step when trying to re-sign Kyrie Irving, although nothing has happened yet two days later. And then Shams on, I think it was the night of the draft, on June 23rd, he had a quote on TV saying, Kyrie Irving, it appears, is going to find a new home and Kevin Durant has four years left on his contract. His future is very much right now in the air. 
So that's not what you want to see once again. And it's just like everything has spiraled out of control. Like no good Nets news has came out. I guess the one good thing that has came out about the Nets is that it turns out no real team, like no teams have had real interest in Kyrie outside of the Lakers. Like we already knew that. And I think the tweet said the Heat have somewhat interest in Kyrie. But like the tough part, the confusing part about the Kyrie thing is like for a team like, let's just say, the Knicks or even the Lakers or the Heat, if they wanted to sign Kyrie, like, they have to cut some salary. They have to make a trade. Like, they can't just outright sign Kyrie Irving to a max deal because of the salary cap. So if Kyrie were to, you know, want to go to the Lakers, like, he can't just sign there. Like, the Nets would have to make a trade with LA and probably either have it be, like, a three-team deal or maybe the Nets take Russell Westbrook back, which I don't see happening. So um, the whole thing is just tricky in itself. So that's why I always Always thought it made the most sense for Kyrie to just sign with the Nets but of course this has to be difficult and as I sit here today I still think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will be on the Nets next year and hopefully beyond next year but maybe I'm being naive I don't know like sometimes these reports come out and they're nothing and then sometimes these reports come out and they're something like I always go back to James Harden how the reports came out in, I think, January that he was not a fan of the Brooklyn area and some other things. And then a month later, he was off the team. So sometimes these reports are like, hey, you know, you should pay attention. And sometimes they're just looking for clicks. I mean, the finals are over. The offseason has started. So, of course, some of the big names out there in sports media, NBA media, are looking for some clicks. And, and what better to uh, get some clicks by starting some controversy with the Brooklyn Nets, who have Kyrie Irving, who's always at the forefront of that, and even Kevin Durant. So, I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but it's just so hard for me to believe as a Nets fan that, you know, I just can't envision Kyrie Irving playing for a different team next year. After all he has said, Kyrie has had multiple quotes this past season just a few months ago about building this team in Brooklyn with Joe Sy, with Kevin Durant, with Sean Marks and how he wants to be in Brooklyn. And um, it's close to his home. He grew up a Nets fan. Like, I just don't see how he wants to move on. And I don't think uh, Kyrie Irving even wants to move on. I just think the Nets ownership, Joe Sy, is just being stubborn about it. And I really don't know why. And this is where Joe Sy, the Nets owner, really pissed me off and a lot of other Nets fans off. So he liked a certain tweet. Now, I don't know if Joe Sy realizes you can look at people's likes on Twitter. I don't know if he knows that or not, but he liked this tweet saying, just drove by Sean Marks' exit on my way to work. I didn't see white smoke, but I know that man is cooking. In Sean Marks, we trust. Team and culture, greater than sign, any one player. Excited to get back to Nets basketball. So when I saw the Nets owner like that tweet, that got me scared because when you have this person saying team and culture is greater than any one player, which is true, I get all that, but when you see the owner liking that, when he's in the middle of contract negotiations with one of the Nets' best players, the second best player on the team, and let's be honest, I think the Nets need Kyrie, I don't know which other direction they would go to make them that much better than they would be without Kyrie, so I just that's first and foremost, but anyway... You know, the person making this tweet, I've known from the past on Twitter, I'm pretty sure this chick was like very pro Dave Gettleman with the Giants. That tells you all you need to know right there. But this is also a person that hates Kyrie Irving. And she makes this tweet and then Joe Sy, the owner of the Nets, likes that tweet. And it's like, oh my God, if our owner is liking tweets from this girl, like we are in a lot of trouble. And I just, I don't know where Joe Sy expects to go. Like you let Kyrie Irving walk 
I'm sure Kevin Durant's right behind him. Like, I know Katie's under contract for four more years, but you really think Kevin Durant, who's signed here to play with Kyrie Irving, is going to be happy if Kyrie Irving, after only playing with him for two years because he missed his first year in Brooklyn coming off the Achilles injury, you think after two years of only playing with Kyrie, he's going to be okay with that? Like, I, I just don't see how it's a thing. I don't see how it's possible. So, if you let Kyrie Irving walk, I'm sure Kevin Durant's going to request a trade soon after, and the Nets will be left with uh, Ben 10 and Steve Nash to run the franchise, which I don't want to be a part of that. And it just doesn't make sense. If we live in this reality where Kyrie Irving goes to a different team and then Kevin Durant forces a trade, where do the Nets expect to go? Like, you don't have your own picks until 2027 because of the James Harden trade. Where are you going to go? Like, unless you unless you trade Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving for a combined, like, 13 first-round picks or something, like, wh- where are you going? Like, I just don't understand where this franchise thinks they're going if they get rid of these two guys. Like, once they made that James Harden trade, that was it. You're all in. Like, at least Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, those were free agent signings. You still had your picks after that. They didn't have to give away assets, just money and cap space to get those two guys. Once you traded for James Harden, that was it. You're all in with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving until they don't want to play here anymore or they're just not good anymore. Like, you have to just... Those are your guys. You have to be with them until they, you know, you can't go any longer. So... It just doesn't make sense. Like I just don't know where this franchise goes if those two guys leave. They just can, they cannot make the Harden trade, get rid of their young assets with Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and seven first-round picks, and then let Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go a year later, a year and a half later. That just makes no sense to me. You cannot have that happen. And do I think Kyrie Irving deserves a four- or five-year max deal based on the antics he's pulled and missing games and not being reliable? No, I, I don't think so. Like, part of me is going to feel a bit like, you know, I don't know if Kyrie deserves that contract, but you have to do it. Like, once you... The Nets made this bed. Now they have to lay in it. That's, like, the best way I can put it. When the Nets signed... Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan and made the uh, clean sweep on, I think, June 30th, 2019. They were, they were supposed to be with these guys until the day they either did not want to play for the Nets or they retired. And obviously, DeAndre Jordan's long gone. But for Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, who were the main prizes there... You cannot move on from those guys three years later, and this is after you even make a trade giving up seven first-round picks to acquire James Harden. You cannot go that route. The Nets would look like the most dumb franchise of all time. And I have seen the Nets look stupid before. We have seen the outcome of the Nets-Celtics trade in 2013 that has created this you know, Celtics finals team that gave the Celtics Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum getting a year out of Paul Pierce and a year and a half out of uh, washed-up Kevin Garnett. We have seen the Nets go down this route before. So you have these two superstars that can keep you afloat and, and keep you in the finals um, contending conversation and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But if those two leave and you don't have your own picks until 2027, how do you think it's going to go? We have already seen the blueprint for how this would go for the Nets. Do you want to go back to the days of starting Shane Larkin and Thomas Robinson and those guys and, and signing Jeremy Lin and getting excited about that? Like, I don't want to go back to that. If you let Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go, 
I am very concerned for where this franchise is going to be. And I'm not saying that signing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is an automatic trip to the finals every year. That's obviously not the case. But at least if you have those guys, they keep you in the conversation. With Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, the Nets will be top five in the finals conversation next year. If they're both gone and it's just Ben Simmons and role players, how far are they going to go? Like seven seed, eight seed and get out in the first round every year? Like I don't want to go that way. So at least with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, yes, there's going to be some headaches and a lot of headlines and sports media saying some stuff about you. But at least when you have those guys, you're giving yourself a realistic chance to make a run at the finals if things break right. Obviously, with this team, things have not broke right. I thought two years ago when the Nets played the Bucks and went up 2-0, I thought for sure they were going to make the finals that year. But injuries happened. That didn't go well, right? So they probably should have won it that year, but unfortunate things happened that were out the Nets' control. Then the following year happens, and some stuff that was in the Nets' control and some stuff that was out of the Nets' control happened, whether it was Kyrie and the vaccine or Sean Marks having a terrible offseason last year. That was in their control. But there's only been two years of this run. Like, I don't know how Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to look the next four years, but I want to have that chance. I want the next four years of the Brooklyn Nets up until 2026 to be... Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving front and center, and even Ben Simmons. I don't know how good he's going to be, but we'll see. I want to see this core of those two guys, three guys, have at least a chance at trying to make the finals and make a run. That's the Nets' best chance right now. You already traded your picks for Harden. You can't go that route of rebuilding. Like I don't see a team trading like eight first-round picks for a 34-year-old Kevin Durant. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, do you even want to go that route? Like... I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if the Nets still had their own picks and can get picks for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and have, like, a bunch of multiple first-round picks, I can get it from that standpoint. But you don't have your own first-round picks. You might as well go all-in with this core. That's the best thing the Nets can do is re-sign Kyrie Irving for a four-year deal and line him up with Kevin Durant. It is not rocket science. Just sign him to the same amount, you know, Kevin Durant got and keep those guys here aligned at the same time. It's really not rocket science. And make some signings this offseason for for pretty good role players. The Nets last year had problems of being an undersized team that could not compete with the physical physicality of the Boston Celtics. If you have a team of Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie Irving and put some good role players around them, that's going to be a good team. Like last year, the Nets... I know they got swept, but they were competitive with the Boston Celtics without Joe Harris, who led the NBA in the three-point percentage in two of the last three years, and Ben Simmons, who is a really good defender and very good with, you know, transition buckets on offense. So no, I don't think this team is as far off as it looked last year. Getting swept in the first round looks terrible, but I think if you look at the big picture and not having two of your four best players technically... I don't think they're that far off. If they make a couple of good free agent signings and add size to this team, they could be right there. Like, they could be right there with the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, they can be in that conversation of best team in the East. I know as a Nets fan, I expect everything to go wrong, but realistically, based on talent alone, they should be in that conversation. They just have to get bigger and get more spacing on the floor, hopefully a better coaching next year because it was atrocious in the playoffs, and, and go from there because I just don't know what other way the Nets can go about this. So in conclusion, just get it done. Just get Kyrie Irving here. I understand he's going to miss some games and you know cause some headlines and all that crap. I get it, but you have to re-sign him. I, I just don't know what other 
options this team has to be competitive and keep Kevin Durant if he's not here. Give him the four-year contract, give him the max, and let's run this thing back for the next four years and see what happens. Like, you might as well. You gave up your draft picks till 2027. You got rid of Jared Allen, who's a very good player. You got rid of Karis LeVert, who's a good role player. And now this is what you have. Like, you cannot lose Kyrie Irving because you want to win the franchise back and regain power. Swallow your pride, Joe Sy and Sean Marks, and stop being idiots. You have to re-sign them. That's it. I get Kyrie has brought some bad juju to the teams he's been on recently, but, like, the man's a champion. He's one of the most talented players in basketball. And when he's right, he's about as good as anybody. I know he's only 6'3". It'd be nice if he was 6'8". I get all that. But, you know, there's not many guys that are as offensively talented as Kyrie Irving. And Kevin Durant likes him. That's pretty important. When the best player on your team, a top five player on the planet, likes him, you might as well bring him back for that reason alone. So that's how it is. I don't know what Joe Sy expected when he brought in these guys. And same thing with Sean Marks. But Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving still run the franchise. That's how it's going to be. So get it done. I don't feel like sitting here and looking back on this in a few years and going, oh my gosh, the Nets really effed this thing up. So just get it done. And let's see if Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons can bring this team to a finals over the next four years. That's all I ask. Anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. More reactions will come out. I know the Nets signed some guys um, after the draft. They picked up some undrafted guys and signed one guy to a two-way contract. I have no interest in talking about that right now. So I will watch some highlights of those guys, read up on them, and have more of a reaction. But for right now, I just want to talk about this ridiculous Kyrie Irving situation in the front office and ownership and all that crap. Anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed, and I'll talk to you guys next time.